Hello dudes, welcome to the first episode of our podcast, Real Life Stuff, where we talk about things that happen on and off screen. I am Nitya. And I'm Spoorthi. And we are your hosts. Before we get into what we're talking about in the episode, we are going to begin with a question. Our friend Shruti M has been kind enough to ask us one of life's most pertinent questions. Thank you, Shruti M. Thank you. What is the weirdest thing you would say to a passerby? Would you like to go ahead and answer that? Because yeah. I think we have a specific incident in mind. Yes. Um. So one day, Scooty and I were walking in like, I think it was Brigade Road or something. Yeah, it was Brigade Road. And there was like this white dude on the side of the road, okay? <laughs> middle-aged white man. Middle-aged description. Man, okay? And he was just, he had his phone out and he was just filming this. And mind you, this is just like a normal road. And this dude has this look of glee on his face, like he's discovering something that never existed before. And he's filming it. Because everything around him is so exotic, like cars and people and buildings. Oh my god, Damn. really exotic. Yeah. Anyway, it pissed me the fuck off. So I said, accidentally, very loudly, I said, go back to your own fucking country. Which and is just a great thing to say to a middle-aged white man. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And he, everyone heard us, and he heard us. And he turned and then looked at me with this expression of shock on his face. And um, I was very fucking scared. I think we were both scared. And so we just ran away. But so we ran away. And uh, thank you, middle-aged white man, for not getting Nitya killed. Yeah. He he had the power to do that. Yeah. But he didn't. But he didn't. So thank you very much. So that is it for that really um, anti-white anecdote let us get into the episode okay so this episode we'll be talking about master of none which is this tv series created by aziz ansari and alan yang so it follows the life of this um american indian man called dev sorry dev who lives in new york and he's an actor and we just follow him and doing he's just regular yeah. life stuff. And he's just know? learning stuff every day. He's chilling. He has cool friends. And he has really cool friends. He has very cool friends. And it's very nice and it's fun. And so, uh, yeah. Let's get into it. So the first season of Master of None is a little bit more like, uh, what's the word? Staged. Mm-hmm. And a little bit more, like it feels more like scripted and staged conventional tv Uh yeah but like it's intentionally conventional Mm -hmm. you know like they want it to be so like each episode is centered around like a specific thing that they've learned uh but like i like it i like that intentionality of it i like how you know that it's a tv show and they don't try to like hide that fact yeah and they do like do a lot of exploring of genres even in the first episode i mean first season like they put in like weird dream sequences and clips and all of that Mm -hmm. that's fun i think like whatever they do like the issues that they tackle every episode they do it really well yeah you're kind of like and it's fun to watch you know you're like oh nice fun is that your hope to whatever is happening in it's cool and it's nice and it's fun and it's light-hearted even if they discuss yeah. issues like mm, 
I don't know. And like the second season is a lot more like flowy. It's a lot less structured. Uh, it's experimental. It's very bit. experimental because everything. So like the first episode is like this black and white episode, and then um they play with colors a lot, especially like um, oh, yeah. this, and all the scenes with uh Dave and uh, I forgot what her name is. What's her name? Francesca. All the scenes with Dave and Francesca are so beautiful, so well shot, and I don't know. It just yeah, it's. I feel like it really hits a different note in the second season. Oh, and yeah. it actually in the first season it doesn't have like one, not really having one broad storyline arcing mm-hmm. over the season, but the second season is <sighs> one broad storyline, and like it's nice because you get variety in the same show, but you yeah. still have the characters you love. Okay, so today we will be talking about um this fourth episode of the first season, which is called Indians on TV, because it's a show about Indians on TV and they also, I mean, an Indian and like the Indians' parents. Yeah, that's what the show is. But uh, but they, but in this episode they specifically address how Indians are portrayed on TV, and I think we're qualified to talk about this because. Because we're Indians and we like TV. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> what happens in the episode is that um, Dave is existing. Dave is an actor, so he goes to this audition, and of course, it's an audition for a cab driver. Because what else would an Indian be? He could be a man who runs a Seven Eleven, but nothing he else. He could okay. also and be an IT guy. guy. IT yeah. guy. Yeah. He could also be uh, just like a random nerd. That's that's all. Yeah, yeah. Nothing other than that because, of course, a doctor. Um, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. But then also most doctors on TV are white, so I don't think we should uh, call say that Indians could be doctors on <laughs> but TV. But there are more Indians as doctors than uh, as like, as, on TV. as yeah. anything else. Yeah. Uh, which is not stereotypically Indian. So yeah. So he's a he's auditioning for the role of a cab driver, and as he's I mean. Dave, our main character, is like a, he's an American. I mean, he's Indian American, which basically means he's American, and he's obviously he has an American accent and everything. So he's um he so he goes to the audition and he does it, and then they're like, oh great, but I'm sorry, but where is your accent? We need it with the accent, and so it just like he's just like, what the fuck? No, I'm not doing that. But he's then like, friend does yeah. it. Yeah, and then, so he runs it to his friend Ravi, who who's like, it's fine, just do the accent, you know. And okay, Dave is like uncomfortable. He's like, uh, no, thanks, I don't want to do an accent. Well, like, so actually, at the beginning of the episode, they have a a montage of these clips of Indians on TV, which I assume is the like supposed Indians. None of them are actually Indians. Some of them are actually Indian. Who but, is actually Indian? All of them are white. No, some of them are actually Indian. But like, um, this, these are like the clips of, I'm assuming, the Indians on TV that, uh, Dave grew up watching, right? So there's like Apu, and then there's, uh, random snake charmer guy, random monkey eater guy, mon- monkey brain eater guy. Oh yeah, ew, then, god. And then, yeah, and then there's some brown face, uh, there is some, yeah. There's even Ashton Kutcher in brown face. 
in a pop chips commercial. That's fun. That's Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. How do you? I did what? Okay. Yeah, it's it's Ashton Kutcher, and he's wearing like a fake mustache, and he's wearing brown face, and he's like, "Oh, I like to eat chips or something like you know," <laughs> in the kind yeah. of uh fake Indian accent that white people find funny. That's the other thing, right? Like when they ask you. Like not you, but like when they ask Dave to do an Indian accent, they don't mean that they want an accent, an authentic. Yeah, no, they don't want someone who talks like me that or white you. People will laugh at. Exactly, like that's so. Do you know people who actually talk like that? Because I nope. don't. Some of them are authentic, but like most of them, like the upper voice. I'm just gonna refer to it as the upper voice, who is also, by the way, a white guy. Uh, he like that voice is just not. Like you don't hear it anywhere. Yeah, and <laughs> it's fine to like include Indians, and to an extent, it's also fine to include Indians in stereotypical roles. But it's not fine to include them for the purpose of laughing at them and at that culture. You know, that's yeah. the, that's the thing that really irks me. There is a way to. do comedy without being offensive exactly and, and people don't like they get so butthurt when you say like that's offensive they're like exactly oh, like now you can't make jokes correct yourself jesus yeah, and i'm sorry to bring this up for the 800th 800th time but sacha baron cohen knows how to do it comedy without being offensive and everything he says in his movie is everything is so offensive everything but then he does it in a way that wait it just yeah yeah it just doesn't feel offensive it's like <laughs> but like i'm not from uzbekistan so i wouldn't know but also eh, yeah whatever so moving on so basically in the episode after the uh, audition or whatever and he's like okay i'm not going to do an indian accent okay they're like haha fuck you um he gets he auditions for another thing which is like a tv show called three buddies and he's happy about it because it's not like a stereotype it's just like a normal show and it's like an open Plus color it's open yeah open color casting call but then uh, and and they really love him in the audition but after it's over he accidentally gets this email thread from this producer uh where this dude makes a racist remark he says So basically they're talking about how they like both Dev and Ravi but they can't include two Indians in the same show otherwise it becomes an Indian show. Um oh I see. We have grown up and everything that we have watched I mean we have grown up watching every show uh, every wait, show is a white show. Sentence. Every show that we watch is a fucking white show. Yeah, are we complaining? Yes, we are complaining because give us some freaking diversity. There there are so many hilarious shows with people of color and not even Indians just in general on my block and fresh off the boat and yeah. I am not going to be mentioning any of Kenya Barris's shows because <laughs> yeah. Fuck, um, uh, yeah, community community is community has such a diverse cast and then this is from like what 10 20 years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. Yeah, so, like really cool. And dude, Chang, 
can we just it's like take a moment uh, and talk about I his character Chang. i love chang oh my god chang is my favorite asian character ever probably and he like TV. he literally has firstly he literally has zero stereotypes he is hilarious he's fucking hilarious he is he is cr- batshit crazy and i cannot <laughs> describe him as anything else and i for, fucking love him oh my I god love him so much. he's such a delight to everyone loves him okay and that just it just proves that firstly if you include people of color in a show it doesn't make it a color show you, yeah. you know what i mean it doesn't make like it we're a black not, color we're not show think all shows that exist always as white shows we just call them as shows yeah exactly but like but they are white shows but i mean yeah they are white shows but we don't call it as that and we don't call fresh off the boat as a nation show it's just a comedy show and that is all why yeah. do you have i to... mean i do understand like here i'm not talking about like shows like for example uh, what is that one day at a time which follows the uh, hispanic family or uh, kim's convenience which is you know could i mean sure i don't i don't really know it's not like i know any hispanic people or korean people i'm still going to watch the show uh, i love it i love kim's kim's convenience is such a hilarious show it's so funny i'm sure it is a korean show in some ways and that's a bit different from what we were talking about but it's still really funny but i still nice enjoy it with for everyone yeah you don't have to know everything that is happening always yeah and it's just, like yeah it's just nice to have a normal show with normal people who happen to be not white exactly someone's um the some the color of someone's skin does not have to be the main thing that you are looking at when you're looking at a fucking show because but can and you can the but like in? even if it is even if it is meant to be a show for a specific community yeah that's that's a different there's still a, show. that's a different yeah. show but there's still a way to do it um here we talked about kim's convenience and that's really nice uh can we talk about never have i ever because can that we show talk about never have i ever <laughs> yeah it's just uh, okay so what annoys me is that it's not even like it was written by a white person okay it was written by what's her name mindy kaling uh and she's indian and yeah. uh she she obviously she wants to give authentic representation i'm assuming that's why she wrote the show but and if you're like you're making an indian show and you are indian and obviously you respect your own culture why why or oh why is it so hard indians accurately yes exactly because you're indian exactly i mean so the show is not like it's conventional whatever it's for like it is scenes so or whatever conventional conventional is uh, i do i think is there a stronger word okay it's a typical like teen sitcom type thing yeah. and that's fine like i i don't need it to be a critically acclaimed show you know but it's just they did the episode specifically on indian culture and i was like you yeah. know if you're going to if you're going to do like an episode on ganesh puja or ganesh chaturthi or whatever they were doing it on like why can't you do it ac- 
you literally it doesn't take that much effort to get all the details right like just just if you don't have anyone around you just call up a relative from india and then just be like look this is my episode can you review it and tell me if i can do things better and more accurately and the thing just, is yeah i think i'm disappointed in the show because it was this like indian show for indian representation and like that was its main thing that was why i watched it i that was if also it, why i watched that white people i wouldn't watch it yeah it looked like a very typical show i wouldn't have watched it the, the and so like for it to um, present itself as that and then then so disappointing yeah dude like you know what pissed me off was um the way the so like the main so the main character her mom and all are fine but there's this cousin from india character oh, and she's the kamala. fucking worst kamala right so kamala and she has an american accent in real life yeah she's not like <laughs> born and raised indian she's like an indian american and she has an american accent in real life but for the show since she's the cousin from india she does an indian accent it's not a good indian accent okay it's a bad indian accent not just that they just include so many stereotypes like yeah. she's getting a arranged marriage but not just that on the video call for the arranged marriage or whatever like the uh, devi's mom is like oh tell them you like cooking and tell them you don't you're not career oriented like who's who's going to say that doesn't happen in real life not with that kind of family we're not denying that arranged marriage isn't something that happens cool you go ahead with the arranged marriage storyline and we're not There's denying we that people pre- like will be like oh focus on your cooking and all of that yeah, but yeah. that like she's a lady that she's an american immigrant she's been there for at least like 15 years because i think devi's somewhere around that age i have no idea how old she is but then and then she's from this tamil brahmin family and i you would know brahmin those India, you are not those like people that. are my relatives okay exactly <laughs> and, and i as much as i hate it they are my relatives and i can vouch for the fact that that's not something that happens forget forget um the like her um a person in america being like that no one in india my mom is not like that exactly this is not an accurate representation of indian moms what are you not of doing? that class okay. exactly and like i we don't want to bring it there but that is what it is yeah. plus kamala herself we're indians a little bit younger than kamala we don't speak like her and not We're just not that like we don't act her like her she's exactly. like oh i've never had a boyfriend good god i'm god. sorry but like don't portray us like that Ugh. okay anyway, moving on so in the he, he gets <laughs> email dave accidentally gets this email from like the network executive dude and he makes a really disgusting joke about it's like let's invite both dev and ravi in and see who can curry our favor oh Gross. my god spooty are you laughing <laughs> because that is hilarious because it is the curry nitya oh my god do you get it wow. i got wow. it in like a second it's like I, it took me a while but i got it what, what would my life be without this joke i know right like yeah wow. So why? here Dave <laughs> oh, why? that terrible joke why? Here, I know Nitya just try to live with it it's kind of difficult but like 
Yeah. These people exist. Middle-aged white men in places of power, they exist. They are everywhere. Yeah. And there is nothing that we can do about that. So, Dave is dilemma here because there's two ways that he can, I mean, there's, he can either, there's three ways. He can either completely ignore this and move on with his life or he can use this as leverage and be like, okay, I've read your email. Give me the role. Yeah. Otherwise I leak it. Or he can, he just can like, yeah, he can. fucking bomb and be like, fuck you, racism. But it's not that like simple for Dave because yeah. He is not in a position. I mean, here is the rare position of power that he has, right? Mm-hmm. And that's only because someone's been racist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so fucked up. But like, you can't just see that's the thing, right? The, we can't expect Dave to turn down every cab driver role or every 7-Eleven clerk mm-hmm. role that yeah. requires him to do an accent just because it's offensive because he also has to eat. He has to live a life and for that you need money and for that you need to take roles and the only roles available are the stereotype so it's It's not it's a betray or race or go hungry type situation which is not a good situation why why should that be a freaking situation that someone should be in yeah i mean i don't know what i would do i would probably be so i would probably be like give me the role because I guess he could probably do more for racism mm-hmm. from yeah, yeah. a position of power that he would get in by being like by making the money from the role and all of that. But then this is just a one-time thing. If he goes ahead and uh, like um, brings calls him out for being racist, plus you don't even know if it's going to do anything. At yeah. least by taking the role, he gets his like friends' money. Yeah, and he like. He's providing representation and also, I don't know, yeah, it just seems like a better option. Mm. Anyway, so this racist bastard ends up dying, which is oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you laugh for this joke more than you did to his curry's favor joke. Yeah, and like, it's sorry that he died. Yeah, in the episode, it's really funny. Yeah, Um, a lot of stuff happens. Then he dies, and then the a new like producer takes over. Yeah, and she's like, "Guys, I am progressive. I'm not like that old white dude, and I don't think there's anything wrong with having two Indians in a show. And these guys, as long as one of them is doing an accent. Yeah, yeah. And these guys like, oh, that's so cool. And then he, she's like. So I have this idea. So one of these people is, um, you know, this Americanized dude who grew up in the U.S., blah, blah, blah. And the other Indian is like from India, cousin from India, right? The perfect strangers <laughs> reboot. Thing. Yeah. And then so she's like, so Dave, I think you can be the immigrant and you can do the accent. And he's just like, oh, fuck you, life. Like, why? Why do you got to do this to me? As much as I hate Justin Trudeau for the things he does and the person that he is, good yeah. job raising the A for healthcare workers. Yeah. They needed that. Good job. Great yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. 
at this point i've kind of forgotten why i hate him why do i hate him cuz he, he did some the oil thing oh, then yeah, the yeah, black yeah. face the pla- no no it was brown face it wasn't black face brown face i thought it was no dude i what? saw the picture it was very clearly black face the first time at least okay then there's one black face and one brown face that's i think yeah i think diverse about it like <laughs> <laughs> i would just target one race and target them all yeah. <laughs> i won't just be racist towards one race let's let's be more inclusive this is the inclusivity we need Yeah. Thanks, Justin, Thanks Justin Trudeau for solving racism. <laughs> okay, so while we're on the topic, we obviously have to talk about representation. Yeah. First point. There like when we were children, when you you know your brain grows and you see things and you learn stuff, we saw absolutely zero Indians on tv and in movies yeah i mean the only indians i saw were uh, in my in the you know balika vadu and stuff okay let's not get into let's not get into indian um, movies and that's TV another shows. thing but like yeah i It didn't see any indians at all ladies yeah the only the only role model that i had on screen was um, i forgot her name but the uh, but the girl from bend like beckham uh, that is all I've seen no other people. You know, I was watching this movie a few like weeks ago or something. It's this mm-hmm. uh musical movie called Annie. Uh the orphan was, girl. Yeah, the orphan girl. Yeah. Uh and with the with the curly hair. With the red hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh anyway, it was released in like 1982 or something, mm-hmm. okay? So and there was this um so obviously not a very progressive time and everyone in the movie is white except for this one dude okay so he was like i guess he was an assistant or something and his name get this his name was punjab oh my okay before we move on i hate when people do that yeah don't be indian what that you can't pronounce them also learn to pronounce the damn first word. of all i don't know if punjab is actually like a name of a i don't person. think it is i don't name the like, person no one punjab. would do that like would I you mean, name a person people, white people name their <laughs> that is disgusting white people name their kids london and paris and india so but i mean from their point of view i think that's what they think indians do as well no, but not we have stupid. we have nice names we have actual names okay so his name is punjab and get this so they didn't even hire an indian to play the role of not course. just but they didn't hire a white person okay cuz they're like progressive or whatever so they hired a black guy to play an indian like wearing a turban whose name is punjab it is like so you cannot see me but i am extremely Ew. disappointed when i watched it i just felt like puking so basically every time this punjab guy my god how <laughs> every time oh. this guy comes on screen it's like he does something like so you know the whole mysticism of the east thing so every time he comes on screen and he does like he does some like magic and he levitates some shit and not just that every time he does like the levitation there's like this typical you know the stereotypical indian music plays and then he does this like weird dance shit and he says some weird non indian language words and it's just so 
when I saw that, I just felt like puking. That's all. White people just view the entire world as just tourist spots for themselves, and that is all they are. That's a very good way of putting it. Um, the more I, every day, I hate white people more, and I'm not afraid to say this on a public platform. You can come for me. I say, do not care. I I hundred percent agree with that. You know, actually, when even when I was watching the stupid Indians on TV episode. the indians on tv episode an episode about how indians and our foreign cultures are represented on tv it was playing some like uh, indian music at the end of the episode i think mm-hmm. and my subtitles were on and this is netflix right and it was like exotic music playing and But i for fall it is the word exotic yeah it's, just it's it not is a compliment it. in any way or a good word at all at all at all just can right. you shut the fuck up that's all and Thank 0% you. of the times when they're playing this music it's just some random sitar noises i yeah. have never heard this stuff ever dude there are actual there's actual indian music that you can use did you know that exactly <sighs> yeah it's, i think yeah. this brings us to like representation is fine right it's fine to have like an indian dude on your show but you can't just put him on your show and make him speak in an indian accent and wear a turban mm-hmm. yeah it has to be you can't have representation you have to have authentic representation a and lot of the time it's not even like they do it for publicity they're like um whatever happened with the bts kitchen like they just have these like people of color there so that they can be like oh we have a yeah. we have diversity, diversity here and this whole diversity thing is such shit like if don't that's that's just you being yeah. racist in a different way yeah. by like profiting off of people of color exactly exactly that's a very in good this point case, they didn't even pay them yeah and then with all of this going on people are just like denying privilege that is i hate that so much it will not cost you a single dollar to just admit that you have privilege it will not harm you in any way yeah no one's going to take it away from you because it's going to be there with you just admit that you have this privilege yeah just admit Don't it just say us. okay yeah it's it's true i just, yeah but like yeah so like um uh, variety of representation not just stereotypes and like it has to be authentic representation and for that said authentic representation what's really important is what's going on in the writers room yeah absolutely right? like a white people writing a brown person is going to be bad so but worse. a brown person writing so, yeah. a brown person will at least be a little bit accurate not in mindy kaling's um uh we don't know case but uh, otherwise yes yeah so i like sometimes i'm watching a show and then it's like i can tell you know i can mm-hmm. tell like okay there were no women in that room even if yeah. there was a woman she didn't have much of the say like when you're watching a show you can tell that there wasn't like so what i think is this right so in a writer's room every aspect of anything you're portraying in a show there has to be one person in that room who's actually gone through that 
definitely at least one person right so if you're going to be writing about indian culture you have to have at least one actual indian person if you're i don't know why i said actual but yeah <laughs> if you're writing i mean i i don't know why i was going to say that but like you should have women there in any case yes exactly uh, because women exist exactly a lot of times in representation what we see is even if there is authentic in the rare cases there are authentic representations there's not a lot of intersectionality like mm-hmm. yeah okay so like for example when we go into like so queer people right having queer people in the writers room especially i mean uh, very very essential when you have a queer character uh, yes is like The thing is like every time you see a gay person on TV it's always the gay best friend of the yeah. main character who is like just and a white guy white gay guy who yeah. is just there and like sassing around and that's all his character oh is Oh my god gossip ha 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 drama ha 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 I love fashion and that's it you know you have a few witty lines and then that no there's gay- no depth So just, this person is they no don't depth. care to give the character any depth they're just there to get like a few cheap laughs and to also say oh look we have a gay person no like you know who i really love um eric from sex education same is such a great guy such Ramya. a great guy wash your pig you dirty hat wait <laughs> wash your pig you dirty hat <laughs> <laughs> wash your hands you dirty pig it's not dirty pig it's dirty pig like <laughs> please don't disrespect him yeah yeah eric from sex education yeah like he's so nice like yeah i just i love like, him yeah a lot of like his so- story and his journey and his personality yeah everything about him love it so yeah. much queer representation is like a really big thing i think that should be talked about actually only now are we kind of seeing them branch out from the gay best friends that mm-hmm. yeah. finally people are accepting the gay best friend but you know it takes more than that we don't see a lot of intersectionality and we don't see a lot of different queer representation i right. don't i can't think of any asexual people that i've seen represented on screen i will tell you todd from bojack horseman dude you need to watch that show you need to watch it it is it is really great okay but like i like asexual non binary like okay so i've seen non binary people sometimes like i've mm-hmm. seen a non binary person on what was that show called degrassi which i watched a really long time ago and that was like my first introduction to what does non binary mean like mm-hmm. i didn't know what it was before that and that's exactly the reason we need to have this kind of exactly. representation and right? just representation in general mm-hmm. portraying these people accurately you will just especially like like you said you you and it's it's a healthy way to find out about things like this instead of uh, i found you, out about a lot of things through tv lot of important things and that's yeah it's just really when they're important pos- uh, when they're portrayed positively you learn it in a good light and instead of yeah. like learning about gay people by from like a homosexual uh, sorry homophobe <laughs> <laughs> 